0: Hello, and welcome to the second special edition. In this one, Ian and I will try and get our heads around the mechanics of space travel in the Blake 7 universe. Are you ready for this, Ian?
1: I am. I, I, I think this, this will be a good one. I think we can get to the bottom of all of this, sort it out once and for all, and write the definitive guide for it.
0: We'll or do not. it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see what we can come up with. I guess the first question about all this, is have you ever thought when is all this set? When is Blake Seven's world set?
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it often comes up as to... I mean, I think they mentioned only that they're in the second century of the new calendar, mm. or something. Something like that. Should have looked this up, really. Um So, I always thought it must be around the 22s, but I, I've recently read a few articles about it, and people seem to think it's in the 24s Right. Um, so we're 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 possibly looking at that Blake Seven is set at the same time in its fictional universe as uh, as Star Trek is in its universe.
0: And isn't that round? but well, Buck Rogers is the twenty-fifth century.
1: Twenty-fifth century, which would be twenty-four something or other. Yeah. So they could all meet and have a party.
0: We were talking last week, weren't we, about how you know some of the outfits were very Buck Rogers. Well, yes, I think we've got the true. explanation. Those space th- pirates are Buck Rogers space who pirates. Who
1: do you think would... So, so Buck Rogers, Blake and Kirk meet in a party. Who's looking down on the others thinking they're the best dressed?
0: Blake wouldn't do that. Blake no. wouldn't do that at all.
1: Blake and wouldn't Blake... care. <laughs> he would flap <sighs> his wings... <laughs> <laughs> he
0: won't be off.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it's anywhere near that because, um, in the episode, a brilliant episode that we're going to be featuring at some point, uh, Killer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Liberator. They stumble across that Wanderer class ship, uh, and Blake says they were the first ships to reach deep space, six or seven hundred years ago. Okay. So we're
1: even further.
0: Yeah, because I'm it might thinking, well,
1: six is twenty-seven.
0: Well, if you think, well, it, it if you take it that such ships, you know, to go into deep space won't be made, you know, in our world for what another say three hundred years. So you're talking about maybe a thousand years in the future.
1: But I think that that golden period in the mid seventies, we all, or certainly science fiction writers, they all assumed that we would be off into deep space. Early two thousands, didn't they? They all thought we'd have a moon, another moon base. And in reality, of course, we we gave the up. Best, of, of course,
0: the best one of that was, you know, when Jerry Anderson's UFO was being made in nineteen sixty nine. They set it only yeah. in nineteen eighty because everything was so optimistic. And yes, yeah. we're going to have moon bases soon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I,
1: yeah. It's it. So if we yeah, if we I mean if we if we say it's in the the say twenty six fifties um see to my mind though i think humanity i mean as we were discussing a couple of episodes back about uh sign writing and and language and it changes so much this doesn't feel that far in the future no we're still using um resistors and solenoids aren't we on (laughs) alien spacecraft we most
0: certainly are all right okay so so yeah i mean as, as i say in that episode um there's been at least six or seven hundred years of space travel in Blake's universe.
1: Yeah, let's, um, um, I got my computer in front of me. Let me just do a Google question. Uh, when is Blake's seven set? Let's just see what the top answer comes back. Uh, well, it says it's between 1978 and 1981. <laughs> That's handy. That's too um, literal. Too literal, that. Oh, no one's really giving a. Perhaps, perhaps no. this is a question that's stumped everyone.
0: It's vague oh, though, and did... I, I like I like the vagueness of things like this. You know, I mean, all, all we've got is that nugget, and we've we've also got mentioned in the show. You know, the Federation have been around for about two hundred years, and I'm guessing yeah. that's when the you had that distinction between the old calendar and the new calendar was when the Federation was formed. You know, so they just yeah, well, did away with everything. Fascists
1: like to do that, don't they? They like to. Put a demarcation line, and I think also, to... I
0: mean, you, you, you know, they they made religion, uh, they outlawed religion. Yes. I reckon that happened at that point when everything changed—the old calendar and the new calendar.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm hoping personally that in my lifetime religion becomes outlawed, but never mind. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's because yeah, because it, they, it's definitely second century, isn't it? They say second century yes. new calendar. But, how long did stuff go I don't before? know before yeah, I in the old know. calendar? I mean, I've got quite a few old calendars uh, on my shelf. I haven't got any blake seven ones so um I'm, yeah, it's difficult on that, but it's not yeah. i suppose it is nice that it's vague because if they tied it down and i mean if you tied it down to twenty six uh, you know two thousand six hundred you'd be okay, I think, but you, otherwise, you run that risk like you said of of u f o yeah. Being set in nineteen eighty-nine, and you don't the, need the it. it Two thousand one, yeah.
0: No, you, yeah, and, and you absolutely don't need it. it. It's one of the appeals for me of Alien is it's never yeah. given a century. You don't know when that is set, and I like to think that it's off somewhere ahead. And don't, don't, don't narrow it down because in time that will become like Blade Runner. Right now, you know, um, yeah. it,
1: yeah, it, yeah, it's, um, it doesn't need. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. The story doesn't need it it doesn't need no. to, we don't need to know when this is happening because it's a uh, um all these things are are human adventures aren't they it doesn't it doesn't really matter i mean a lot of sci-fi as well you could plunk in the 18th century and instead of having spaceships have naval ships and you wouldn't have to change much no star trek no. certainly all the, all their battles are naval style battles yeah and, yeah. yeah so <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. Well, in the time of Blake, okay, yes. um, in Star 1, Orac, he, he refers to that portion of the galaxy colonized by mankind. So I'm guessing that man hasn't colonized all the galaxy at this point. No. Okay.
1: No, I, I, I wouldn't have thought so.
0: No, and that's good. Uh, where he has gone... That portion has been divided into sectors, OK? There's at least 12 sectors, because, you know, a 12th sector is mentioned. Um, so there, there's at least 12, but there's possibly more. And I thought we'll just go through the different sectors of space, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, yeah let, let's go for it. Let's sectorise right. this.
0: Well, there's not that many sectors mentioned. One and two are not mentioned. <laughs> Sect, sector 3 is where Earth is, OK? So Earth is set in sector 3.
1: Why would you put um, your your planet of origin unless we left Earth and then came back to it? Maybe Which is there's an two Earths. Idea. Maybe when Earth they're talking two.
0: about Earth, yeah. yeah, it's another Earth. I don't know. It could be. Um Yeah. Sector four is quite busy, okay. Um in Time Squad, Saurian Major's position is in star sector four six point two one. Okay.
1: Very precise.
0: Indeed. And that 20-pursuit ship attack at the start of Hostage takes place in Sector 4. Okay.
1: Yeah. So Sector 4, we're thinking, is like the M25 of Blake's universe. Oh, no,
0: no, there are busier sectors. We'll come up to that in a minute. In Traitor, it was noted that the recent re-annexation of Luba, Porphyry Major, and Helotrix gave the Federation control over most of Sector 4. Okay. So that's Sector 4. No se- no mention of Sector 5. Sector 6, uh, the planet Obsidian is there, as is Domo, um, which we've just been talking about.
1: Yeah, okay. Domo.
0: Yeah. Terminal yeah. orbited um, uh, the Sun there. And it- so it's only a short ride from that to Zenon Base. So it- you could say that uh, Zenon Base is in Sector 6 as well. All right? handy to know. Yeah. Sector 9's quite busy. Um, the Liberator, on its way to Star 1, crossed from Sector 9 into Sector 11. Okay. Um, in games, Mecron 2 was located in Sector 9. And uh, Avon received transmissions from Gerin via a communications beacon in Sector 4, which suggests that maybe those two sectors were next to each other. Alright? Yeah,
1: The the... the I'm starting to get a feeling that, that you can't map this out. No. As a, no.
0: no, no, there doesn't seem to be much... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what else have we got? Um, sector 11, okay. Star 1 is at grid reference C17320 in the 11th sector. And that was some way beyond the edge of the galaxy, okay. So, so when Sector they, 11 they... must be on the outside,
1: yeah, I was gonna say that so when they've when they broke the galaxy up into sectors, they also included bits that weren't in the galaxy. Hmm. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I can see why there's no uh, there's no uh, AA roadmaps in the Federation mm-hmm. world.
0: Yeah. Sector twelve, we've just been talking about sector twelve. Yeah. Uh Space World is uh Astro point seven eight one in the twelfth sector, that sector that Blake was never gonna go into before the chase craft appeared. Yeah. Um, and in Dawn of the Gods, the Liberator was pulled off course into the twelfth sector, um, which Tarrant d- described as uncharted. Okay, so that meant you know in sector twelve, not only do you have Space World, um, you've got this black hole thing that's got the guy from auron in it. The, yeah. the 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 Tharn is in sector twelve. Okay,
1: right, but it's been so, uncharted.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncharted in sector 12. Right. Um right so that 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 are the sectors right. Next thing I've got is uh spacecraft okay right. Now when any form of drive system was mentioned it was usually called the neutron drive okay
1: was um I seem to remember cuz I we we watched it recently several times for the episode um wasn't the london london have a hyperdrive or i I was coming up to hyperdrive.
0: yeah yeah yeah. but no it seems to be standard to have neutron drive and when aurac starts talking about this photonic drive you know that um dr plaxton yeah dr plaxton it used light instead of plasma so you can infer that the neutron drive then uses plasma of some sort okay
1: which looks presumably like JetX fluid uh, output. That's
0: yeah. what, uh, yeah, JetX plasma. Yeah.
1: yeah. There we go. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, we don't get much information on really the mechanics of just how space travel works. Pretty much most of what we get is the episode that first has space travel in Spacefall on the bridge. We have full function on all navigational systems.
1: Confirmed. We have full function on all communication systems. Confirmed. Class status. Full function. Course is set. We have a clear on Mars beacon. We have go confirmation on all systems, sir.
0: Thank you, Mr. Raker. Set hyperdrive speed time distort five.
1: Time distort five.
0: Five and running. Lock in full auto. Uh, I thought maintenance was supposed to have fixed that ID shift vibration.
1: That's what they said. Yeah,
0: well, that's what they always say. They don't bother. Nobody bothers anymore. They better identify us to space security.
1: Yes, sir. This is Civil Administration Ship London. We are in transit from Earth to Cygnus Alpha, transporting prisoners to the penal colony. We have Federation clearance for direct flight, authority number k701 transmission ends yeah i don't again i don't think the writers really i don't i don't think now if a program was being made you would have a series bible and they would lay out all the terms and it would be all consistent i I don't think they did it back then did they it was always like it was made up as As it went went along along. yeah Yeah. as a plot needed something they put in
0: Now, on on the London, on that bridge, um, you can see they've got a quite a NASA-style pre-flight checklist, you know, yes. where they get clearance from Mars Beacon. Um, we've got mention, as you say, of hyperdrive, as Leyland says, to cut in the hyperdrive time to store five. And then they have to, oh, here we go, they have to log in with space security. There we are. We need yes. that little they, ding noise for space. So they had
1: space met and space security.
0: Space security and space met. Good old Terry. All this um, reminds me of, say, like a ferry leaving port, you know? Yeah. And I quite like this. Um, You you know, in science fiction, a spaceship will just go to a planet and it will just land. There's no can we have permission, what's the best flight path or anything like that, you know? They just take off and land. But here, it looks like there's all sorts of forms and red tape to go through to just take off and go somewhere.
1: Yeah, it it's a bit more realistic because obviously space flight you know i know we've only i mean we've done like the voyager probe i say we i had nothing to do with it the voyager probe was uh, was sent out and we we again have gone to the moon um but wh- when you when you look at real space flight everything is worked out to the minutest degree beforehand and because everything in space is moving it all has to be you can't just head in the direction you think something's in and steer when you get there mm. because you're going to space i think someone famously said space is large space is big <laughs> um and yeah you're right most science fiction does treat space as if it was a road system yeah but yeah you would i i quite yeah i quite like the idea that that you have to file flight plans and if you deviate from them it's you know it 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 feels more like the sort of travel we're used to how it should be
0: well this is only the second episode and you know it 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 was very real life wasn't it the first few episodes before it became you know space opera and then later on space fantasy so it had a basis a grounded in reality and i think that that's part of the writing here that you know to actually fly a spaceship you have to go through all sorts of uh routines quite mundane yeah. ones as well it's not very sexy yeah. is it if the millennium falcon had to do all this sort of thing before it blasts out of a docking bay um it wouldn't be as thrilling really would it
1: no and also i suppose um from termination's point of view it all takes up lovely amounts of script. yes <laughs> so you have someone going you know reeling real enough uh Coordinates and technobabble. things. Techno babble. Yeah, techno babble. It's uh, it saves him <laughs> half an. Yeah. He, he probably had half hour off for that. Mm.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Leyland says hyperdrive, and presumably this means faster than light like, travel, like hyperspace in Star Wars, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I want. I mean, was Star Wars the first people to say hyperdrive? Okay, I yeah.
0: don't know. I don't, or, or that, or hyperspace. That's a that's a good little research mm. thing. I sh- really should have thought about doing. But um, I I think it is. It is faster than light travel because you know um, in one episode, I think Jenna says something's impossible, and Avon says that's what they used to say about beating the light barrier. Yeah, I think the you the know.
1: conceit in most science fiction is because in in the real uh, universe. It, well, I mean, at the moment it's thought that you can't go faster than the speed of light and you possibly can't even get close to the speed of light. That If you don't break that, you either get into the uh, 1950s Tom Corbett style of space travel where it, they just ignore the distances, mm. or like faber or 5 and that, um, or it, it becomes, you have to think up some way of getting around this because you know the distances are huge um so you do yeah you get you get things like uh hyperspace and wormholes and yeah. various like you say techno babble solutions for doing this and i think the vaguer you are probably the better yeah as a, and also as a writer, you
0: know yeah. yeah but also as a writer you're not going to worry that things are contradictory because you when you were writing these scripts you would never think that people would be able to study them and watch them over and over again at their leisure no. you know and and pick it apart um but i think i think yeah it is it is faster than light i mean also we get a reference to the london's voyage being eight months ship time which suggests yeah. that so, there's some comparable measure of distortion takes place you know on board to actually what's happening back on planets
1: yeah well presumably this is because we get time distorts as well don't we as a measurement yes. of of yeah. well speed and or distance <laughs> we'll be talking um, about that bit in a minute yeah, we're we're, but, we're back to the uh, kessel run aren't we Of we are of confusing we are. speed with distance um yeah i think they have to be I And mean, there's just no way around it unless you go down like say you go down the, the wormhole uh sort of route where the ship's time is the same as external time, but you're going through a a short a shortcut.
0: Mm, mm. But also backing that up, I mean we we have mentioned in the show of sub light travel. Um yeah. um that capsule with the three, you know, frozen guys in it. Uh, was brought aboard the Liberator, um, was said by Avon to be fitted with a sub-light drive. So, yes. Yeah. And I think, doesn't Villa... It, it, I think it's in that Space Rat episode, the Star Drive thing, when they say the speed of it, and Villa says, in real time, that's impossible, or something, yeah. you know. So, yeah, yeah. So if the budget had some, happened... Yeah. If, if the budget had happened to be bigger, you would have had some jump into hyperspace special effect every time, you know, yeah. the Liberator went fast or the london yeah you
1: would you would have had like the, the enterprise warp going to warp you would have yeah, had some of like stretches off yeah, yeah jet get, X being shot out of a cardboard cutout going past some <laughs> ping pong balls yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, references to fuel and power fuel and power were few in the show okay
1: yeah um, i think the, the only the only times they really reference uh, power is when it's running out and it they used to i seem yes. to remember they ran run out of power a lot
0: or certain crystals and things yeah. like that, but yeah, no the cygnus alpha when it's um um when it lands, all the prisoners they're put in a cell to wait while the um the ship is refueled for its return yeah. flight. Well, are you still there you? where
1: yeah where are they um where are they getting that fuel from?
0: Well, maybe that's what those prisoners there are doing, you know.
1: Could, see Brian blessed ho- people. Yeah. Well, unless it's the ships are powered by hot air, and then Brian Blessed could power it
0: himself. <laughs> he can blow um, them back.
1: Yeah. See that this is this is my. I understand what that they've done it from a, a a script writing point of view, but the whole everything about Cygnus Alpha just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: We the can talk about that, that when we get yeah. to that episode. we we'll we're, we're, yeah, we're going to be yeah. talking about that soon, actually. Um what 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 are we gonna do now? What should we do now? Yes, distance. Let's get into distance, because this is the real head scratcher um yeah. for me. Um this thing called a spatial.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um now it... now a spatial is an actual thing but spelt differently, isn't it? Spatial spelt differently means uh pertaining to space. Right. Okay. So so is it, I mean, have they used it in that similar I, Again, I don't, I, I think it's again babble. but it seems to, there's no consistency in the way they use the word spatial, is there, in this?
0: The, the, the first res- reference to spatials was in Cygnus Alpha, and the Liberator took up orbit a thousand spatials above yep. it, and that became the standard. When the Liberator went into orbit, it would be a thousand spatials. I don't know what the real world equivalent for that would be but you know it's a parking orbit isn't it
1: yeah so you could i mean you could probably work out given what an orbit would be mm. is it is an or yeah i mean I, I, it's a long time since i did science and physics is is an orb is the orbit of a planet is a stable orbit the same distance even if the planet's different sizes
0: Presumably different sizes have different yeah. size atmospheres, so the distance from the yeah. ground would be different. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a
1: head-scratcher, isn't it?
0: It is a head-scratcher. But, yeah, these spatials, they come up throughout the show in different ways. I mean, things have uh, diameters of spatials. Yeah. Um, in the harvest of Kairos, Zen, uh, uh was reported destroying an area of 50 square surface spatials, you know.
1: Or oh, is a surface spatial different to a spatial spatial?
0: Again, I don't think we're meant to is, think too much.
1: Is a surface spatial an oxymoron? Could I, be. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, I, I can see why they probably didn't nail this down if I was using in measurements that we would know, because it would have been um, feet and inches in the late yeah. 70s. Um, See, I don't really like that. Do that. I mean,
0: there are instances. I've been I've been watching a lot of shows, you know, just you know to figure out, you know, running orders of different episodes and stuff. And yeah. it's really jarring now when they actually use the term "feet," you know. Yeah. I, I I prefer science fiction terms. You know, it, it it gives you that distance of time again, doesn't it, between now and this universe if if you have made up spatials yeah. and time why,
1: speeds why didn't why didn't termination just call it space feet space it's feet, 15 yeah. space feet away <laughs> yeah
0: so so yeah that's a bit of a puzzle the only real clue we get to roughly what a spatial is is in mission to destiny uh blake orders then to bring the liberator to within 200 spatials the spatials of yep. that Ortega. And you do see the Ortega on the screen, So, but then you don't know how big the Ortega is, so you don't know how far away it is. So, really, that's not much help after all.
1: No, no, we still, we're still none the wiser as what a spatial right. is.
0: It's, it's a made-up term. Yeah. All right, that's distance. Let's get into speed then, okay? Yeah. Right, most ships measured speed on a time-distort scale, okay? Yes. Uh, said uh, It says in that clip, you know, that the London left Earth at time distort 5, OK? And, um, you know, that mutoid whose name you like saying...
1: Kiera.
0: Yeah, she estimated that the Liberator's arrival speed at that planet was time distort 6, OK? And she
1: sounded like the sort of person that knows what they're talking about.
0: Yes, yes. The ship in which Serverland traveled to X-Bar had a safety maximum of time distort 9, but an emergency maximum of time distort 10, all right? So that's the basic time distorts used. The Liberator used a different scale of multiples of an unspecified standard, and it's all bloody Blake's fault, isn't it? Because when he says to go to Cygnus Alpha, Alpha, Zen says what speed, and he goes standard yeah and then everything which, which after is that... sort of
1: clever of him yeah but he should have yeah cuz I I always worried about this that Blake Blake said go at standard speed and then everything like you say is is standard by 5 standard by so does that mean that when the liberator is going at standard by 5 it's going 5 times the standard speed of the liberator or some undefined standard Speed for everyone else. Yes, because wouldn't that be incredibly difficult to to work out and for for Blake's crew?
0: Shouldn't Zen have said standard for what? You know, are you yeah. in a hurry? Are you want to go at a leisurely pace? I mean, standard is basically usual, isn't he? He was saying your usual speed, Zen. Go at well, your of usual course, speed.
1: Yeah, Zen's character as well, and and like as you get to know him later on, he should yeah he should have said uh define standard
0: yes but he doesn't make
1: Blake feel like an idiot yeah
0: but yeah he doesn't it's yeah this standard speed so yeah you you know standard is what standard by one
1: yes yeah standard standard by by one, one i would assume let's 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 say standard speed is 30 miles an hour okay yeah all right so standard by one is 30 miles an hour I would assume, and I'm willing to be totally wrong, that standard by two would be 60 miles an hour.
0: So they do multiples of It could of be standard. exponential,
1: couldn't it? Yeah. But travelling
0: at, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this... Yeah. Travelling at this... Standard by one, right? If they were travelling standard by one, standard speed, that journey uh, didn't take very long. It was a very short space of time before yes. they got to Cygnus Even Alpha. Even
1: though okay. it took the London another... Four
0: months, Mm. yeah. So, what do you make from
1: that? No one's hair or beard grew, or they changed clothes, yes. Yeah, so standard. I need a bit of paper. Standard by one. (laughs) Did he say standard by one? Yeah, he said standard, he just said standard standard speed, and it took screen time, it felt like it took a couple of hours. Didn't it? And also remember, like several days. Did it? also didn't
0: remember that the the Cygnus Alpha is travelling at time distort five. Yeah, and yet, but they
1: both hit at the same time.
0: No, the Cygnus Alpha gets there first, doesn't it? Because you know but all the prisoners are unloaded, and, but not yeah. by much. Get your piece of paper ready, because I've I've got another example coming up where we can actually start doing stuff like that. All right. Oh my uh, giddy arm! So, 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 that's standard st- speed. But later on, the norm for long distance travel was standard by six. That's the one that they tended to use an awful lot. Standard by Hang six.
1: Norm, he was that slave from last week. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Um, standard by so ten. So he's was... saying that it goes the speed of that slave in a potato sack. I'm, I that... don't have to write this down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> standard by ten was frequently used to escape. From places and yep. Blake's attack on uh, space headquarters in trial was made at standard by ten. All
1: right, hold on, no, hold on. Right. If is this uh, are we to, are the standard speed? Is standard by ten faster than light? I think because they how all did, are. How did he neutron blast
0: the, That's the
1: space station in trial? If he was going for he should the minute he in fired hyperspace. those neutron, yeah, it should have blown up the Liberator.
0: Yes. Yeah. Unless they braked, and we just didn't see that bit. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> they got good brakes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Handbrake turn.
0: Yes. Okay. Right. It's inferred in uh, Harvest of Kairos what the uh, maximum speed of the Liberator is, and that is that the maximum speed of the Liberator is standard by 12, and that's because you know that, that uh, Kairos, Chiropan, uh, uh, that that yeah. crystal, you know, that, yeah. uh, and, and anything that it looks was, at it uh, sees an exaggerated version. And Zen, when he scans that landing module they're taking off in, okay, he, Sopron, that's it, uh, that's it. He's, he says that this ship coming towards them isn't an airfix lunar module. Um, it's a highly advanced spacecraft with a speed of. okay, because everything's a bit bigger than the thing that looks at it. So if Zen is looking at this and seeing a highly sophisticated spacecraft traveling at 12.203, you can assume from that that the top speed of the Liberator then is 12, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because he's gone a little bit more. He's gone a little little bit bit more, Yeah,
0: yeah. And um they went to Star One at standard by twelve, so that would have been full speed.
1: Now so. star one is um either just at the edge of the galaxy or just outside the galaxy, isn't it? Yes. Yeah.
0: So that works. Now this um, is again...
1: Yeah. Where where are we in Earth? We're on we're at the uh, outer spiral arm of the galaxy, aren't we? We are. Yeah.
0: So we're almost at the end.
1: Yeah, so presumably Star 1 is on our bit. Of, he didn't go across the galaxy, although he went past the centre of the galaxy uh, when he met the altars, didn't he?
0: Mm. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Right, so talk about old blimey. This is when you need your pen and a piece of paper, all right? Right. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Okay. In Duel, the Liberator, uh, okay, goes to ram Travis's ship at standby yep. two, all right? That lady mutoid, whose name you like saying,
1: yeah.
0: she said that it was uh, travelling at time distort 3. So here we have, oh. on on the, on the bridge of the Liberator, they say it's standard by 2. She says it's time distort 3. So that suggests a uh, standard by to time distort ratio of 1 to
1: 5.1. Take your word on that one.
0: Okay. Yep. One point five to one. That's it. Yes. One point five to one. That's right. right. Yes.
1: So it's okay. So uh, a time distort is—it's
0: like miles to the kilometers, isn't it? Yeah. It's the same speed and a bit more. Yeah. All right. That was scientific, wasn't it? Um, in hostage, when the liberator is travelling at standard by ten, the command ship's mutoid pilot, pilot says that their speed is time distort twenty so that's a two to one ratio
1: but see this this backs up my thought that it's not it's not it's i guess it's not standard it's not um it's not moving in a standard way it's a bit like in Star trek warp two isn't twice the speed of warp one uh and warp three isn't three times the speed of and i think we must be dealing with the same here that it's not it doesn't because otherwise those calculations don't work do they
0: True, true. Yeah. Um. What else have we got? What else have we got? Let Let's move on to the Scorpio. All right. Um. After it had the um Dr. Plaxton's drive fitted. Okay. Yep. Uh. The Scorpio it escaped from Bucol 2 at a speed estimated at time distort twelve, and okay. that puts it somewhere between uh standard by six and standard by eight making Scorpio at least as fast as Liberator's standard cruising speed.
1: Okay. Well, at least uh, at least six to eight times faster.
0: Yeah, six to eight than its yeah. standard. Yeah. I'm getting very confused now. Yeah, because... <laughs> <laughs> I thought your brain had gone...
1: It has. I, um, it's dribbling out my ears. I, um... I, I'm... I'm almost toying with the idea that they, they were making this up as they went along, you know. <laughs> uh, well, mm, it seems unlikely, right. I know. <laughs> yeah. but I, it, there's no way the Scorpio is as fast as the Liberator. No. No. Even with no, this I, fancy I mean, thing fitted. Yeah, even with that, uh, the brand new uh, beer crate that they were putting into it. <laughs> it's... There's just... oh, just it. But again... From a production point of view, they wanted to get the crew back into the Liberator that they stupidly destroyed, thinking it was the end of the series. So it sort of makes sense that they would want it to travel as fast as a Liberator. But I don't buy it. No. It doesn't look... It's not sleek, is it? Well, it's a freighter, isn't it? It's a freighter. Yeah. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, that's about it. And unless you've got something else to say... On this matter, Ian, I think that's us just about done.
1: Did Did you because going back to um, Star Drive, mm. which I think is is one of the few episodes that actually sort of deals with engines, isn't it? Um, yes. What because the, the the space rats in their in their little bubble craft. Mm. That how fast were they going? Hang on, I did you I'll look up because part of the plot? Oh, yeah, a long it it's long time since I've seen episode, but part of the plot is that they can't believe that. Anything can travel that fast, isn't it?
0: Yeah, no. They they were ORAC says they were go. It was going at standard by twelve point six.
1: Right. Okay. And that they appeared. So when they were in real that, time. That's film. the time when Villa oh, says,
0: time. "Oh, in yeah, real time." Like, yes, you know. Right, you're right.
1: 12. Yeah, because I was thinking otherwise. That's the speed that the liberator can go at but that's
0: stupid that's okay this is a fancy drive and everything but that's a one man little leisure it's a leisure craft Tarrant says something about it being a leisure craft till the Federation outlawed them and you're telling me that goes 0.6 faster than the Liberator can in real
1: time because the design of the Liberator is very alien, and you feel that a lot of that ship is the engines. And that's, that's what everybody says, uh,
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The crew compartment is just up at but, the nose, really. The rest of but, it is engines.
1: Yeah, but Dr. Plaxton, on a desert planet, with, with laboratories provided by the equivalent of the local Hells Angels, can make a small thing with no visible big engine, and nowhere to keep fuel, travel as fast as the Liberator. Bloody series four.
0: <sighs> I, I, I I think what we take away from this episode is uh, something we've always known about the show, which is you, you, you can't think about it. Just take no, it for what it is. True. And, uh, just yeah.
1: enjoy Avon's leather jumper and and Blake's sleeves and Enjoy the performances.
0: It, it, there you go. There you go. This is not even
1: up. looking at the different types of spaceships, is it? This is just the basics
0: yeah yeah
1: all
0: right I have normally to
1: you. yeah i was gonna say i have to applaud you just get this on record eric the the amount of research you've put into this I, my research consisted that I, I had a sandwich and glanced at my <laughs> dvd box set. so well done for that
0: thank you very much the internet yeah. is a wonderful uh, uh, device yes yes all right um normally we end the show with a tally we can't really do that yeah. this week oh.
1: So, well, you, you what, haven't counted up how many times the word spatial was used.
0: Oh, that's... Yeah, that's that's not proper spacey. Um, no. that, 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 could, we could have done that. We could have put it on the space <laughs> tally. Space, All right. A
1: spatial tally.
0: <laughs> yeah, Indeed. Um, so, what I thought we would do, instead of having a tally, I'd, I'd just like to do a shout-out, okay, for the first Hi. time. Um, I'd like to have a shout-out to somebody on iTunes um, who has an ID of... Fifty DW fifty, who has very nicely um, been very nice to us and given us a five star review on iTunes.
1: oh what lovely people!
0: And he called us names. Um, uh, Actually, not so lovely people. No, no, nice What's names. Name? Uh, oh no! Nice apparent, apparently, we're jovial hosts. Jovial.
1: That sounds jovial. a little bit like Santa Claus, doesn't it? <laughs> or does he? I've
0: been, I've been called yeah. far worse, but never on iTunes. So, no, so I'm thank jovial. you, Fifty DW fifty. Awesome. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, thank you, WD-40. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> um, He
0: he says we're wrong about Season 4, though. Uh, our views on Season 4 are wrong. Now, I, I'd just like to go on the record. It's because we like the show so much that we're actually disappointed in Season 4. Yeah. We think to what it could have been, you know. Um, so it's not a case that we hate Season 4. We just are disappointed with Season 4.
1: Season 4 is the the child that didn't live up to its expectations you still love it and you'll still invite it around for christmas but deep down you know it could have done better there
0: you go very nicely put in all right that's uh, this special episode over, um, so next time we're back to Season 1. I'm sorry about this, Ian, I, I haven't told you. Usually I, I, I give you an advance warning of what our uh, um, next character's going to be. I haven't done this time, have I? You haven't,
1: no. Is it going to, so be, you, a, is it going to be a bad character? Is it, is that why is you're it going you're to be a what? Is it going to be a what? Is it going to be core character? Is that why you're not telling me?
0: Well, stay tuned, everyone, for next week. No, no, I, I just simply forgot at the beginning. Oh, of, I, I meant <laughs> to have told you. No, for the, I thought for the first time in this show, we're actually going to focus on a goodie rather than a baddie character, and we're going to take a look at Avalon. Avalon.
1: Oh, very good. We, we we do see a lot of Avalon, so... We do see a lot of
0: Avalon, and we'll be talking about that next time. So stay tuned, everybody, yeah. and, yeah, we'll see you next time.